0: the devotional podcast ministry of Bible Fellowship Church. Let's Talk is designed to give you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Today we'll look at Psalm 132, which is another of the Songs of Ascent, and it says this, Remember, O Lord, in David's favor all the hardships he endured, how he swore to the Lord and vowed to the Mighty One of Jacob, I will not enter my house or get into my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling place for the mighty one of Jacob. Behold, we heard of it in Ephrathah. We found it in the fields of Jer. Let us go to his dwelling place. Let us worship at his footstool. Arise, O Lord, and go to your resting place, you and the ark of your might." let your priests be clothed with righteousness, and let your saints shout for joy. For the sake of your servant David, do not turn away the face of your anointed one. The Lord swore to David a sure oath from which he will not turn back. One of the sons of your body I will set on your throne. If your sons keep my covenant, And my testimonies, which I shall teach them, their sons also forever shall sit on your throne. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling place. This is my resting place forever. Here I will dwell, for I have desired it. I will abundantly bless her provisions. I will satisfy her poor with bread. Her priests I will clothe with salvation, and her saints will shout for joy. There, I will make a horn to sprout for David. I have prepared a lamp for my anointed. His enemies I will clothe with shame, but on him his crown will shine. This particular psalm has several unique characteristics, making it distinct from the other fifteen songs of ascent. The first, and probably the most obvious, is its length. Most of the other psalms in this group have about three to six verses, but this one with its 18 verses is considerably longer. The other unique characteristic is its reference to specific historical events recorded elsewhere in the Old Testament. This includes a reference to 2 Samuel 7, which is one of the most significant chapters of the Bible. This is where David expresses his desire to build a proper temple for worship. God's response follows, and it's referred to as the Davidic Covenant. This is where God tells David that a temple will be built, but it will be accomplished by his son Solomon. We know that God's promise is kept, the temple is built, and we even have recorded in 2 Chronicles 6 Solomon's prayer of dedication, some of which is included in verses 8-10 through that we just read. This is one of three psalms classified as royal psalms because of their emphasis on God's promise to bless the people of God through the line of David. In fact, over half the psalm is promise after promise from God to his people, including the wonderful promise that one of David's sons will sit on his throne forever, something we know was fulfilled through Jesus. The people singing this song knew the fulfillment of the promise of construction of a temple for worship. They could see the literal proof in front of them. So what's the significance of singing these lines, of rehearsing together the promises of God? Certainly God doesn't need to be reminded that he kept his promise, but God knew the people needed the reminders. And God knows we still need to be reminded today. When you think about it, Isn't it striking that mankind has really not changed all that much? In spite of all our technological advances, we are still people who are easily distracted, easily taken in by the cunning tactics of evil, and forget the most important things way too easily. We need reminders. We need the reminder that we're worshiping and serving the same covenant-keeping God that these pilgrims were going to Jerusalem to worship. We need to remember that we pray to the same God who created the universe, who reached out to rescue Adam and Eve when they fell for the tricks of Satan, who opened the Red Sea and then closed it again at just the right moment, who sent his son at just the precise moment in history to bring ultimate fulfillment to the promise we read about in this psalm. He was omnipotent then, he's omnipotent now. He was holy then. He's holy now. He was forgiving then. He's forgiving now. He was rich in mercy then. He is rich in mercy now. He loved us before we were ever born. He loves us now. He kept His promises then. He keeps His promises now. What a good reminder Psalm 132 is of our covenant-keeping God. What a comfort to know that what was true of Him then is true of him now. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that you do not change. What assurance that gives us today, all these years after the words of this beautiful psalm were recorded. Thank you for the reminder you give us that you always keep your promises. In the name of Jesus, your only son, amen. Thanks for joining us today for Let's Talk. Check out the BFC website for more information about the various ministries available for all ages at Bible Fellowship Church. Remember, come what may, God always keeps His promise.